I've worked with many clients and you are the one that I always say has put in the most work. That was actually just me on the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Seeker and Sage. My name is Danny Pomploon and I'm your host. Hey friends, welcome to, <laughs> man, what an eventful 2021 it's already been. I'm coming at you today with episode 149 and I have actually a very dear friend on the show, Sherry Colosimo. We've been friends for, I think we said on the show, it's about 10 years now. We've worked together for about eight and uh, Sherry's played multiple of roles in my life, but uh, you know, I call her coach friend and yeah, she's just a, an amazing being. And we had this uh, casual conversation a few days ago and I was just sharing about my time off and, you know, what came up in my life and my time off and, and where I'm at in this place of transformation and growth and healing and all the things. And she said, I really want you to speak about this on the podcast. So here I am on today's episode being interviewed by Sherry and uh, we just get real and raw and oh my, like before you dive into the episode, I want you to know right now that my biggest, most embarrassing nightmare happened to me this year and it does, <laughs> it does have to do with sending an inappropriate text to the wrong person. Yeah, I'm human too. Anyway, I felt myself kind of bubbling up when I got to that part of the show, but I figured why not? We're all human. Um, this coming up weekend, uh, the weekend of January 16th, I am leading a two-day home retreat called Nourish and Unwind. As I've spoken to a lot of you, uh, this summer was pretty intense and rough with depression and just dealing with all of the world. And, uh, you know, as I, as I got myself out of it, I really reached into my, my tool belt, called some of uh, my teachers and started to put together this little box of, of, of practices that really helped me get to where I'm at today. We all know it's a, a bit of a struggle and, you know, there's the ups and downs and in between. And this weekend is all about just taking care of yourself. So we're going to go through some yoga nidra, which is the yoga of deep sleep and going into like subconscious. And we're also going to do some restorative and I have a special guest coming along as well. It's going to teach some self-massage. Uh, which would be really great with some uh, therapy balls. It's going to be a weekend of just you taking care of yourself, whether you're a teacher that wants to know how to teach this stuff or that you're a student that just needs a little self-care. Please, 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 please take care of yourself. And uh, yeah, if you want to join us for the weekend, uh, you can use uh, the code NU20 and we'll give you 20% off. We're going to extend it till um, Thursday just before the, uh, the weekend itself. Super small, super intimate, great way to take care of yourself. And uh, yeah, without further ado, here's where I ask you to leave a podcast review. <laughs> you know, I say this a lot and um, I say it every week and there are multiple ways that you can support the show and, and uh, you know, whether it's financially and whether it's just spreading, you know, the word of the show to a friend, it really is super helpful. It allows the, uh, the show to continue to do its thing and it spreads the word. And you can also just head over to iTunes and drop us a little star and a little love note and whatever it feels right and authentic to you um, I would truly appreciate it and it will, uh, it will keep this community going and alive and last but not least if you uh, check out the new uh, link in the show notes you'll see that we have our own Seeker and Sage uh, Facebook community so we'll be uh, merging a lot of these conversations that we're having here there and, and just getting a little landing pad for all of us to, to hang out 
and have conversations. And I'll be hosting uh, live calls there once a month, talking about philosophy, some spirituality, a little bit of anatomy, some of you know entrepreneurship, some self development. Just the conversations that we have here, just keeping it going. All right, that's enough of my babble. Thanks for listening to my long intro, and now listen to me talk about <laughs> where I'm at in my life right now. Enjoy the show, folks. Hi, Sherry. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Danny. I feel like we should tell everyone who you are. Please. You're <laughs> you're uh, you're the brains behind the operation. <laughs> well, that's that's awfully nice. <laughs> Um, you are, I mean, I don't know how to describe you. You're like all the things you're, you're a mama, you're my friend, you're my coach. You, um, you were a scary boss that everyone was scared of for some reason, but I wasn't. <laughs> Thank goodness. Right. That <laughs> was really funny. I didn't get it. I, um, my daughter was thrilled, um, to know that I was on a podcast many years ago with you. So we listened to it last night. And she was she was laughing at some of the stories that we were telling in the beginning about people's people's uh, um, unsubstantiated fears of me. Do I look scary? No, no, that's the whole thing. I think it's just any you know, like naturally, people um, see can see people in positions of power. People that actually have to like crack down on stuff and, and do their job and make sure other people are doing their job can make yeah. up stories or narratives that those people are scary or not fun or whatever. But agreed. I saw you, girl. I never had the not fun one. Okay, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> no, false. That, that is fake news. <laughs> awesome. So, um, Sherry, I have you on the show today because you said you wanted to interview me. Yeah, yeah, and you know, to be honest, I've wanted to do this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was going um, back. So I was like, "How long have we known each other?" And I'm going to call it ten years. It's ten years. And that um, I've been fortunate to work with you in this capacity for eight. And I feel really privileged because I've, I actually, before we got on the call, went back through some of our original client notes from eight years ago, those first Mm -hmm. sessions we had together. And just to be able to take that in and to have been witness to how much growth there has been. Mm how much transformation and we'll get into like what those words actually mean, you know, right. dig into this podcast. And I think my favorite thing is just how much trust and confidence you have in yourself, especially over the last couple of years. And I think that that's, that's really the, the main focus for me and wanting to interview you is just to take a look at the past two years and especially this past year and just ask you questions because for me it's just been incredible to see the amount of study and pain and reflection and movement that has led to this place where you are right now yeah and I guess you have a whole different you know, there's a lot of stuff that people can see on Instagram. There's a lot of stuff that people can, you know, I mean, this is, this is my, this is where my my brain goes and this could be totally wrong, but there's a lot of people that can see like, oh yeah, like he's taught at this and he's taught at that. And you know, oh, he's been at Wonderlust and he's been at this festival and look how happy he is on, on Instagram. The truth is, you know, you kind of hit the nail right on the head. 
fuck no, man, there's been so much pain and so much struggle. And, you know, I mean, let's go for it. I'm, 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 I'm an open book and I'm totally, I'm, I'm, I will happily go there with anybody, but I'm happy I get to go there today with you. Thanks. Likewise. Yeah, and I'll just I'll just pause and reflect back on what you just said. Yeah, I, that's that's for me what's always missing when it comes to this this glimpse that people get of someone like you is they get to see the outcome, mm-hmm. but sometimes miss the process, and in the process is where the richness is. And I've I've told you this many times before. You know, I, I've I've worked with many clients, and you are the one that I always say has put in the most work mm. that, that you are not and you're not afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you who are listening right now, Danny is, Danny is one of those people who I say, Hey, I think that, you know, this, this needs to be your next step. And before I know it, it's like a text is in the middle of that conversation saying that it was done. You're just, you just, you just know, you just know what it takes and you're not afraid to go head to head with it, which is mm. why, why it's you know not a surprise where you are right now. All right, so let's let's get into the juice. You know, one of my first questions I have for you, Danny, is um, a good question for anyone who's listening. Do you, I'm curious if you know what your values are, what your what your core values are? Oh yeah, for sure, 100. They're right in my brand. Communities, you know, like strength, um, smart. And by that I mean you know the uh, the 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 agency of of choice. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the critical thinking, um, and heart vulnerability mm. community would be like family, right? My people, yep. uh, strength is like, uh, you know, standing up for it's when I, what I consider strength, you know, in, in my branding, but also in me is like integrity. Yeah. Standing tall in that, you know, Max who works with us, who's also been on the show has said like, I, he's like, you are one person dude that it will not stand for injustice. Like you just do not let, you will not let anyone get bullied. And it's absolutely true. I don't, I don't get, I don't care who you are, how high on the totem pole you are. I will call you out. Um, smart is just that critical. Like I, 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 my, one of my values is critical thinking, like yeah. using, using your, your skills to question to the inquiry um, and then heart vulnerability, like, it's just like, it's, it's, it's the only, it's, it's one of the main reasons why I've gotten as far as I have in life. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you my list. Cause I, I love that. It's obvious. <laughs> Duh. It's, it's, it's in your branding. <laughs> yeah. You know that. Um, yeah. so the, when I was thinking about you, here's the ones I wrote down, resilience, action, community, love, education, and truth, which I feel like are probably just, you know, different ways to say what you already shared. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about the heart one first. Yeah. Because I feel like anytime someone is looking to build their business, build their brand. And for your listeners who don't have a business, I'd love for them to think about, you know, when it comes to core values, it's not just about, you know, work stuff. It's about life and the core values that Danny has they show up in all aspects. It's not just how you further your business. It's how you, how you live your life and it's how you interact with others. Mm-hmm. And for all of these, for all of us, every single moment gives us this opportunity to, to take a look at them and see where we're in alignment, where we're out of alignment and where we're holding back. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the heart piece 
is the one over the last year, which I translate and you did too as vulnerability, mm-hmm. showing up transparency, the one that you were able to get um, closer to and do the most work on through this interesting and really challenging past year. Mm-hmm. So can you speak to that more? Like how, how has that shown up for you and what's the work that you've done around it? Yeah. You know, I mean, in specific to the last, like, I mean, I guess the easiest part for me to reflect on is in specific to this, this past year, <clears throat> I have had, you know, uh, people close to me and, and people also like that have known me on Instagram that are, you know, are like, oh, sometimes you're up and sometimes you're down. And I'm like, well, no fucking shit. I'm human. And I have bad days and I have good days. And I'm not going to sit up here on this screen and tell you, oh, everything's great and peachy today. And let me tell you about something happy about yoga. Like, that's just not how I operate. And I don't, I don't really care to do that. And I think that, you know, the, the more that we do do that, we put on this facade, you know, and it makes everyone that's posting happy shit all the time, like, good for you. And I really do hope that you're really that happy. But if you're just you know, saying like positive vibes and just think, think positive all the time. You're taking away from someone's human experience. You're telling someone that their sadness, that their grief, that their depression is not of value. Now you may not experience depression. You may not have experienced grief or loss through coronavirus and through all this shit, but I have, and I'm not the only one that has, that, that has, you know? And so what is the best way for me to process this and synthesize it is to speak about it is to write it to journal, right? I happen to journal out loud on Instagram. I happen to talk about stuff on, on the podcast. I mean, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm doing it in a way that's dumping on anybody, but I am doing it in a way, you know, for me, the way that I see this is if I can have this conversation out loud, maybe other people can have this conversation out loud as well. Maybe other people can sit there and say, Hey, listen, like, wow, I'm actually going through that. And I was afraid to say that. Or oh my gosh, I'm not the only one or, you know, whatever the case may be. I read a book by dun, 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 Brene Brown. And, uh, I did it at the start of the pandemic. And this is the second time I'd I'd visited this book, but I did it with a friend and we did a little course group uh, with it. Like it was just me and her. We read it. We, every, every week we would come back, um, and, uh, do a little exercise on it. And it was, it was, you know, uh, it was, uh, 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 my God, dare, uh, uh, leading dare, dare to lead. That's what it was. There, there, yeah. It was, I was like braving the deer leading wildness. <laughs> Literally, I did all of her books in one title there. Um, and you know, as I was, I was reading this and I listened to it too on, on a, on a trip, I just heard her speak about how she showed up for her team and how she shows up for herself. And I, you know, I, um, I am very, you know, strong and, and business minded. And I'm also like strong and, and, and life minded, you know, the, this, the, the business of life, I guess. Um, and it really shifted my perspective on how I wanted to lead. And I realized like, you know, if I can lead my team and my team happens to, because of the, the business, and this is a business, everybody don't tell me it's not a, it's a business. You're a yoga teacher, you're a business. End of story. We can talk about that later. Um, <laughs> but if I can, you know, the people that work on, on, on team Danny Palm Plume, right? We, we work really closely together. We are a family. You know, I, I see and speak to you more than my normal friends and it's just the nature of the beast. And because, you know, my work is a brand and it's, it's who I am telling a story. If I can operate from a place of vulnerability in the way that I lead, that is going to have a direct impact on the way that I 
show up for myself, the way that I show up for my class, the way that I show up for everything in life. If I'm practice, I mean, it's yoga, right? It's the skill in action. Um, and, uh, I think that, you know, I mean, I can go so many places with this, but I, I think the most important part is like, look, everyone feels this. Everyone goes through ups and everyone goes through downs and everyone, you know, wins and sometimes we lose and, you know, all the things. And I don't believe in not sharing about it. I don't believe in, in, in not having the experience of it. And I also don't believe in weaponizing it. I also don't believe in like, you know, like having to like put it out there and in someone's face and be super aggressive. Like, I don't think you have to do that. But I think about like the, hey, how you doing? You know, like I don't ever ask someone that not ready. Yes. I don't. And I don't. And also when I ask you, hey, how you doing? I don't want to hear. Oh, yeah, I'm good. No, you're not. If, unless, you're, unless you're good. But like, I'm ready for you to be like, dude, I had a really shitty day. Let me tell you all about it. And I'll be like, OK, great. Let's do this. <laughs> you know, like, awesome. Um. I don't know. I, I, I just, for me, you know, without that heart space, there really is nothing else. And I just love sitting back and, and watching this come to the forefront more and more for you, because for me, you have always been a teacher. For me, you've always been a teacher's teacher. And to me, that means the ability to storytell. It's the mm-hmm. ability to utilize your voice to let everybody else know that the human experience and all the complexity that comes with it is Mm -hmm. okay. It's normal Mm -hmm. that through your ability to create relation Mm -hmm. with others, that you are, that you're humanizing everything that's going on. And, and because because you're choosing to show heart and vulnerability, it just further aligns you with your other values of, of connection and family. And I acknowledge too, like, look, that's not for everybody, you know, and, and that's okay. And I, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not having to be everything to everybody. Like, I actually don't want to do that. You know, if, if you don't vibe with, with what I've got, that's cool. I know some other people that you could vibe with. Let me introduce you. Yep. So tell me then, you know, riffing off of this, how did you get here? Because this is, although I have known this about you, you haven't in the past, you haven't chose to go there that deep until let's just say the past year or two years. So it's been the process of getting closer to it, of excavating to this place where you feel Mm -hmm. comfortable to, to share and invite others in. I think, you know, it's, it's, um, for me, I had a lot of shame, you know, I had a lot of shame on a lot of things, you know, there's, there's no secrets in, in, in Danny. It's like, literally you can Google pretty much everything, but you know, I had a lot of shame in my drinking. I had a ton of shame in my drinking and, and my habit with cocaine, I, it destroyed me. It destroyed my feelings. It destroyed, you know, it was an everyday part of my life. And you know, as I, as I, the day, the day that I decided to to quit, which has been, you know, almost seven years now, it was like relearning my emotions. And I think that's something people don't understand is, you know, I grew up with a really rough childhood, so I couldn't have emotional intelligence. Really. I was just surviving. And then all throughout my twenties, I was just drunk the entire time because I didn't have the emotional intelligence. And so when I decided to stop is really when I 
had this whole like, oh, whoa, okay, these things are all new. There's ups and downs and somewhere sideways and in between. So, you know, some people start school earlier and others start school later. And this is just where I'm at. Um, in the last, you know, two years as, and I think this is something that I've pushed back on. I, I really do say that I think this is something that just comes with age. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, as I step into the world, you know, this year, 36 turning 37, you know, in the, in the summer, I am more comfortable with who I am as all of Danny. Like I realized I've spent, I sp- I've spoken a lot to this in class and, you know, to, to, to friends and to you and to everybody uh, in around, you know, like I've spent a lot of time and energy being Danny, the yoga teacher. And when I was the yoga teacher, I could only be certain parts of the yoga teacher. And, you know, people couldn't know my personal life and people couldn't, you know, know what I did at Burning Man or people didn't really, you know, I didn't want to invite people into all of that. And, you know, and then I was, sometimes I was Danny, the gay man and, you know, like, and that was like another part of my life. And I didn't want my gay friends that we went out and partied together and da, 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 and, you know, like to go to my yoga classes and, you know, and it was like, sometimes I would see, you know, students at Burning Man and, you know, like, oh my gosh, do I want to see them? Do I want to be in front of them while things are weird? And, you know, like it is, it started to feel again, like I was pulling myself. I mean, I really was pulling myself apart and you know, what I'm, what I'm recognizing now and specifically through this coronavirus is that I don't, I don't really have a lot of energy. <laughs> I'm old <laughs> and I'm tired and I got a lot of shit going on. I mean, I, I, I do everything. I run the podcast, I teach, I do all, you know, I do all the things that I love to do. I, I wouldn't take any of them back, but I'm tired. And so the time and the energy that I want to spend isn't on separating myself, but more so bringing all of those things together because they all have a conversation with each other. And that's also to say, like, I am learning currently that I don't have to weaponize, you know, that I'm so spiritual, you know, with my gay friends and be like, oh, you don't meditate? Well, I do. You should. Like, I don't have to do that. And I also don't have to go into my yoga classes and be like, woo, you guys, I went to the powerhouse, which is like a really fun gay bar in San Francisco. And it's, you know, there's shirts off and, you know, just silliness as, as you wouldn't in queer culture and be like, woo, I got crazy. And, you know, turn da, 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 da. like, I don't have to do that either. I can just show up and be like, Hey, here's me. And if anything were to ever come up, be like, yeah, that's, that's totally a part of me. I'll give you an example. I, my worst nightmare happened uh, a few weeks back. But I sent a text message that was, you know, an adult text message to a friend. Um, I was like, you know, I just finished working out. So I was feeling really sexy. And like, I took a picture of myself. I wasn't naked, but I was almost naked. Yep. And, uh, and I texted it to a friend who was the wrong friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the friend said, well, uh, wrong person, you know, like, <laughs> just so you know. And I was like, well... Say la vie, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like I look good, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. no, and I laughed about it. And last night at class, you know, we were starting practice and 30 students in the room, a lot of them from, from the community. I was like, oh my gosh, y'all, this person over here, I'm not, not going to give names, but this person over here got one of those unsolicited texts from me. And they were like, what? I'm like, it wasn't full. It was, it was, it was almost our, but not. And I'm like, it was my biggest nightmare. And one of the students jumped in. She's like, we are all human. I did that to my boss once. And then someone else jumped in and was like, oh my God, that's my biggest nightmare. I opened up my laptop and it had like inappropriate things. And it was just funny. Yeah. You know, it was funny. And it like, I sat back and like, 
people do this, <laughs> you know, people are adults. They do adult things. Like people have sex, people, you know, argue and do all these things and they may not want to talk about it, but we also don't have to shame it and we don't have to weaponize it either. You know, and I'm just, I'm done pretending that I have to be, you know, anything else but human. I don't want to, I just want to be Danny. You know, it's interesting. We're always so much harder on ourselves, which, you know, everybody's heard that before, but just taking a look at our, you know, eight years in this relationship together, you know, I've, I've always seen you as whole and perfect in all of these different pieces of yourself. Mm. Um, and I've seen where you've chosen to be in misalignment or to feel in, in shame of any of these pieces of your life. And it's just been really beautiful to witness like the, the new like congruency of, and I think it comes, you know, my, from my, my seat, my perspective, it's just like, you've done a lot of work over the last couple of years of using tools to get you closer to self-acceptance of understanding that even the hardships or the things that we consider our shadows or dark parts of our life, or mm-hmm. I consider them learning lessons. Like that's, that's the connectivity, right? It's not the shiny pieces that are the glue of, of a family and a community. It's, mm-hmm. it's all of these messy pieces that, that really bring us closer together. So what's on top of your mind in, in terms of over the last couple of years, besides, you know, the wisdom that comes with age, what other tools have you used to get to this place of loving every piece of yourself and not feeling like there's something that needs to be hidden or not shared? Um, The biggest, the biggest thing that I I mean, look, if there's one thing you get from this podcast is, and I know this is a privilege and it's also a luxury and, and a lot of us don't have maybe just the time, the resources and whatever it is, but, you know, for the first time in five years, I took two weeks off. And, you know, if anyone thinks that like my life is, is, is glamorous by traveling and doing all these retreats and doing all these, like it's work. And I want everyone to know that, yes, I have a good time and I get to do it in these beautiful places, but I'm holding the container. And when I am there, it's not about me. It's it's about every single student in the room. And from start to finish that trip is me hosting and making sure that everyone's needs are met. And like, that's, that's what I'm there to do. I'm not there to kick back and have a good time. Um, and I'm also there to have a good time, (laughs) um, but I've never taken, you know, I haven't taken rather, um, more than five days off for personal time. And more importantly, I've never done more than three days off for personal time by myself. And over the last few months, I've been really confused on certain personal love life on, you know, uh, work on career, like what, you know, my community is gone, (laughs) you know, in person. And that's rough. And I've, you know, been digging around as it's like, what did I, what do I do? Like, you know, who am I and what am I and what am I doing? And, and, you know, I took these three days off and I completely shut off. I did no internet. So yeah, everybody, that means no Netflix, no Instagram, no YouTube. There there was no internet. The only internet that was allowed was when I was downloading podcasts or like refreshing a playlist and then all text messages were gone. And I gave a good friend of mine keys and said, you know, if you need, you know, if there's, if you need to check in on me, if you have the urge, come do, I'm safe. And I didn't leave the house and I didn't do shit. I read a book on business. I read a book on self-help. 
I laid up by my, um, my fire pit upstairs and just enjoyed the sky. I mean, I spent one day, eight hours just staring in the sky day and night, made food, slept when I wanted to danced a shit ton. One night I went to bed and it was in bed and I had made a video of me dancing and I was like trying to get to sleep and I wanted to scroll and I couldn't. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to look at this video of me dancing. And I saw me dancing and it was like 1230. And I was like, I don't want to fucking go to bed right now. I want to get back up and dance because that felt good. And I love this and I love this and I don't ever want to take this away from me. And I don't ever want to stop doing any of these things that I got to experience over the last three days. And, you know, part of it was I, um, I got this from my mentor. He is, um, he is like my father figure in my queer life. Um, Paul, he's, he's truly like my dad. And I, 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 you know, very similar to you, I call him when I have very big choices to make in life and I trust him with everything. And he said, you know, he recommended that I stopped, you know, looking at, at external forces for pleasure and enjoyment and, you know, an external validation. He's like, have you ever just looked at yourself in the mirror and, and told yourself that you're, you know, you're beautiful and that you're X, Y, and Z. And, and I did, I had this conversation with myself out loud in the mirror, looking at myself in the eye for the first time. I've never done this before. And I just told myself how proud I was of myself, yeah. how, um, you know, how I've like taken care of myself. Like, yeah, we struggled a bit, you know, but we got here. And, you know, there's this other side of me in, 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 in my body that I, I haven't been, you know, fully expressing. And I decided right then and there, I was like, I mean, we're not doing that anymore. And we're not going to pretend to be something that you're not. And we're not going to push all these things away. And we're just going to let them be. And you're just going to show up. And, you know, and uh, yeah, anyway, I got up that night and ended up dancing for like another hour because I wanted to. And the tools are, I mean, they're right there. They're the things that I've been teaching over the last few years that I just haven't done. Yeah. You know, I've asked people to go sit down and listen. And I've gone and sit, sat down plenty of times, but I didn't really listen. Uh-huh. You know, I've told people to be in the experience of the pose and to see what happens when they go dark. And yeah. I've been in the experience of the pose and have gone dark, but I didn't really listen you know, and maybe I like to suffer a little bit, <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe it's, that could be a whole story in itself, right? A whole podcast in itself. But, you know, I, um, I think the biggest tool is really just to sit down and listen to yourself. That's something that, you know, you and a few other people have told me like, look, you just got to trust yourself and that can be hard if you don't know how to commit to yourself. I wear this chain and I get a lot of uh, you know questions on it. And they're like, oh, what's that chain for? There's like a lock on it. Oh, so I'm like, is that, is that like a thing? And I'm like, actually, no one has a key to this lock. Yeah. No one gave this to me this time. I gave it to myself. Yeah. I wanted to wear it. Why? Because I love it. I love the look of it. I love the way that it like you know, I just like, I like a heavy chain on me, whether it's this one or the gold one. And two, as I wear this, this time, it's a reminder for myself. This is a promise to myself. This is a commitment to me. 
you know, this is a commitment to me and my relation. I'm saying that I'm in an open relationship and that my primary partner is me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So like I'm, I'm open to other lovers and, you know, like going on dates and things like that. Like, you know, I, I mean, yeah. And, but I come first, <laughs> you know? You know what I love about that is, you know, myself and other people on your team, probably other close friends push you towards slowing down and stillness and taking time off. And sometimes it's in conflict with one of your hugest strengths, which is action. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who feel similar out there, you know, what I love about what, what you did, Danny was it's, it's so good to like keep in that, keep in the flow, keep in the fluidity, keep the strength of action, but knowing the, the power and the validity in the pause that, we, it's just a chance, whether it's, you know, a day you give to yourself or three weeks that Danny had of getting perspective, realigning, listening to where there's misalignment, mm -hmm. being able to check back in and see what's true for you versus any, any terp, any type of external influence that was able to like creep its way into your body, creep its way into your mind and just, have a reset and you know we get to choose how often we do that but it's just so good because it's there's 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 so much external influence for all of us and if we give our chant ourselves that chance just to just to slow down for a little bit whether it be you know somebody taking your class and giving themselves that hour yeah. of not no other distractions or a couple of days off just to go, what's true to me? What's true? What doesn't feel right? And how can I reset all of this? Yeah. I think, you know, something that really stuck out with me is, you know, in trust. I called you the other day and asked you about a little situation, you know, and was like, actually, no, this is what we're doing. I'm not really, I'm not going to ask a question here. I'm just, I'm, I just need to voice this out loud. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> if there's, you know, one thing that I can, I can really give, and this is something I learned from, I'm, I'm in, week three of new habits, everybody. And this is before new year's. This wasn't like a new year's new me. This was just a realization. It happened to coincide with, we were in December when I actually had my time off. So, but I'm committing to certain things in my life, you know, I'm committing to certain things in my life. And because I have committed to these things, I can actually trust myself because I'm actually following through on my work first. And you know, I have to say it's like week three and I've got a really good taste of how beautiful this could be, you know, and how, how bad I want this life, you know, the way when, what I'm doing in my life and, and the way I'm, the changes that I'm making, you know, when I, when I had that conversation with myself in the mirror, uh, you know, recently, uh, which was just a few weeks ago when I started, you know, this like new habit situation, I can describe it like this. You know, the day that I got sober or decided, uh, let's, the day that I started, st stopped drinking and, and doing cocaine and smoking, it just all was, you know, I woke up one morning and was like, I can't do this again. Like, I just cannot do it again. There wasn't like a whole like slow talk and da, 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 da. It was just like, I'm fucking done. I cannot do this anymore. And it was like that. I sat there and had this conversation and I was sobbing. Like I was having this conversation with myself sobbing and I just said, I was like, I, I don't want to do that anymore. 
you know, and I was like, all right, you know, you want to like start doing these other exercises and these other workouts, like, cool. Like, okay, let's start to make this plan. Let's do some education on it. And then I just stopped and I was like, no, we start right now. Like I right now. So I like, you know, wiping my tears off my face at like one 30 in the morning, you know, I just dropped down and started doing some pushups and started doing some like bicycle core work and like went online and like read about nutrition and just different things that I've been, you know, really interested in this mindfulness program that I've been really wanting to do that I haven't. And that's it. I'm just done. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm committing to this because, you know, you're saying the action part, like how sloppy is my action going to be if, you know, if I'm not there and here's the thing about action is you don't have to do everything every day because if you take this long ass pause or the pause that you can, when you come in, you're going to come in so hot and so fire that you're not going to have to work as much. You're not going to have to do as much because you're going to be so dialed in and so laser focused and so clear. You don't have to spend time guessing and asking advice and, you know, like second guessing yourself. You're just there. When you make that commitment, you know, to yourself, to whatever it is that path is of yours, teaching, and educating teachers and helping students go deeper and helping you know teachers build their brands. I don't have to worry about the decisions I make decisions I make in life because if they don't help that you know that vision of mine, they don't exist. Yes. And it's that simple. If they don't if they're not a part of like you know if, if the, the things that I encounter every day are not a part of that and they don't support that, I don't want it in my life. So I have two questions left for you. Mhm. From tell tell your listeners like based on all of this fortified integration yeah of everything that you believe in what's going to be different this year in, in coaching and community building yeah I mean we'll see. totally like no big shifts overnight I'm not trying to you know like okay I'm going to restructure everything and blah 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 like any of that like you know I'm I am actively looking at my schedule right now and being like where can I shave some things off uh -huh. what are the things that are no longer serving me you know I can't show up all the time it just doesn't work and how do I you know the first thing is sustainability like where yeah. where is it sustain sustainable financially you know um educationally I need time to to study and support like how do i show up for others um so that's the biggest thing is really looking at my schedule and making it making it a, a bit smarter um yeah i think that's that's kind of like the biggest thing is looking at my schedule and making it a bit smarter and you know with myself i mean if we're talking like my own self-care like i'm just yeah. eating better i'm just eat like you know i'm doing this meal prep and i'm on like week two and i bought an instapot and i'm really into cooking right now. And, and I, and I was at the start of pandemic and was kind of in the middle of the pandemic and towards my depression, I was like eating as a task. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. But, you know, I like ordered these, like, you know, I watched these videos and called a couple friends and, you know, like, it's great. This week is, you know, we're in Thursday and I've only had to cook dinner and every morning I wake up and I've got these power protein oats and, you know, I'm fueled for my workout and I've got my midday, you know, like snack ready. And I'm like, you know, just feeling good because I'm eating good and, and it's making me sleep better because I'm working out better. And, you know, it's making me calmer because I'm able to sit with stillness and actually reflect. And, um, so things that I said I wanted to do for a really long time. And, you know, when I was pre Corona, I was running around everywhere, snacking on a bar, skipping meals and, you know, just showing up. 
Um, and I wasn't really feeding myself in multiple ways. And so it looks like feeding myself in multiple ways. And it looks like making the time for myself like I do for everybody else. I love that. And I hope it's like one of the the takeaways listeners can get from this is in, in it. It's not even the word self-care because that is so overused, misused, misinterpreted. Yeah. But if more, if we can all in this new year, especially after the hardships and uncertainties of 2020, just look, look at our lives and start each day with how do I fuel myself? Not necessarily food. Food could be a piece of it, but how do I, how do I fuel my soul? How do I, feed my values? How do I live, start my day and live this life where it's really cup filling yeah. and everything else is just a natural trickle and expansion of that. It is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It is the way you want to live your life. And I love that you said, how do I feel my soul? You know, I've done soul reset and I've done soul strength and I've just been on this, this this soul reset, soul strength thing, you know, came as, as a, a retreat in Bali. And it was an experience for a week, you know, where we were, we got to nourish our minds, our bodies, our, 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 our hearts. You know, we, we did some vulnerability stuff. We, you know, did all sorts of people were expecting like two crazy vinyasa classes a day. And I'm like, no, you're about to lay on blocks for an hour. Good night. <laughs> you yeah. know? And, and it was a whole, like <clears throat> yoga is a, yoga is not a part-time job, everybody. It's not where you get like, if you want the changes, if you want your life, if you want like all the things that you want, you can't just show up for an hour and call it a day. Like that's a way of doing that. And that's not wrong, but it's a full package. It's a full-time job. The the hour that you spend on your mat is preparing your body for everything else that you're about to do. You know, it's preparing your mind, you know, it's preparing your breath so that you can Take this skill into action in everything that you do in your life. Yoga happens when you're washing the dishes. Yoga happens when you're deciding what to eat. Yoga happens when you skip a meal and how you, you know, discern. You know, yoga happens when you're, yoga can happen when you're at Starbucks and they screw up your order. (laughs) It is truly a way again, you know, like this is my yoga practice becoming one. Like it's, you know, I saw yoga as my hour in the day. I saw Danny as the yoga teacher in the day. And then Danny as the queer man in the day and da, 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 da. And now it's just, no, it's actually happening all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So expand upon that, if you will, what comes to your mind? Cause I, one of the things I love about you is any experience that you have, you're able to deconstruct that experience and as a truly gifted teacher, give that back to your community. Mm. So based on all of the learnings of the past year, what's coming up in 2021 and in terms of what you're going to give back to your students in terms of classes, workshop programming. Yeah. I've decided, you know, and I'm totally happy to say this out loud and, and, you know, get into this with anyone, you know, that would, would love to hear more. But, you know, as I had my time off, I had this fit of mania full on. Like I was like sitting and like it just all of a sudden my eyes popped open and all this just like information in my brain was like, you need to write shit down. <laughs> so I had these post-it notes and I put my values up and I like put together like all the things that I've been working on and things that I wanted in my business and things that I've been working on in my life and things that I want in my life. And like, I mean, I had post-it notes, you guys, everywhere, <laughs> like just like. 
and moving things around. Like, what do I really want? Do I really want this? Why do I want this? How does this make me feel? Like, what does this feel like in my body? Like, what would this make? What would this look like? Is this that? You know, just kind of everything. And and then I read it at Post-it Notes. So I'm gonna, you know, kind of. I did go to the outside world to buy a whiteboard, but I needed it. So I went out for a moment. There's an Office Max across from my house, and I bought a whiteboard and came back. And as I looked at everything, I just kind of arranged it. And then I stopped and then I sat and was like, cool. Now, what does this feel like in your body? What does it feel like to be a really wise philosophy teacher? Okay, I'm going to go there. What does it feel like to be a really smart biomechanic teacher? Okay, I want to go there. What does it feel like to be the business entrepreneur teacher? Go there. What does it feel like to be, you know, Danny the fit healthy guy that eats every day and has, you know, 10 more, whatever pounds on it, whatever, you know, the case may be and dresses a certain way. What does that look like? What does it look like if I don't, you know, and I just sat and experienced all those things that I thought I wanted. What would it look like? What would it feel like rather if I had tons of money? What would it feel like if I had just the same amount of money? What would it feel like if I had a lover in my life? What does it feel like not, you know, all of that. And then it, I don't know. It just came. It's like the, the you know, like the post-it notes as I looked at them, not literally, but figuratively just started to disappear and only certain ones of them mattered. Yeah. And I got a really clear understanding. I was like, I'm no longer a yoga teacher. I'm a yoga educator. That was the, that was the most potent thing is I know why I want to teach. And, you know, it's to take passionate students deeper into the practice and, I also cannot hide and be ashamed that I love business. <laughs> I want to talk about your email system. I want to talk about your P and L's. Like Thank I just goodness. love it. I love it. And you know what? Be yoga teachers need it to be sustainable. So I want to help yoga teachers thrive. Yeah. I've done all the things that I thought I was supposed to do. And I'll probably do them again. Like I definitely want to go teach festivals and all that. It's just super fun. But I really want to help yoga teachers thrive. I want to help them like the only, I want to be really successful in my own way, what that means to me. And for me, what that means is helping out a lot of people. And in my personal life, I'm done being hungry. Yeah. I'm done not feeding myself, just simple, basic. I'm, not, I'm done not feeding myself and not nurturing myself and not taking a break for lunch. And I'm done not feeding myself my heart you know, like feeding, you know, books that I've been wanting to read for years and just letting them sit. And I'm done showing up with anxiety because I did not prepare. And I'm done, you know, second guessing everything and having to call for everyone's advice, but really sitting with my own wisdom, not of my head, of my body, because I know when it's right and I know when it's wrong. And yeah, that's what it looks like right now. This could change tomorrow. Shoot, this could change in a minute. This podcast could air and I could be biting my nails right now. You know? In true Danny form, fuck it. <laughs> you know, like it's where I'm at, y'all. And we've, we've, all, we've all had that in life. I, I know we have different experience for sure, but we, we've been at crossroads before. Brother, I'm so proud of you. I'm Thank so you. excited for 2021, just like every other year that I've had the pleasure of of being by your side. I just know that you are always committed to getting, getting to the heart of it, getting to the truth of who you are, what you're capable of, and then giving that back. So thank you so much for, for showing that to me and showing that to everybody who's in your family and this community. And I love you. 
thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate it. And, yeah. and it just, yeah, it's been a hell of a 10 years. <laughs> I, uh, as, as part of the little, you know, time off, I, I came to terms with, you know, wanting to speak with my father after, you know, not for yeah. 10 years, for 10 years. And we had this beautiful, you know, two hour conversation. And, you know, if there's something I want to leave everyone with is this, you know, I was standing in my kitchen and I was sitting there or standing there rather, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> squatting. squatting is a happy medium. <laughs> um, and I just thought to myself, I'm like, I'm 36 years old and some days I can barely keep my shit together. And my dad was 24 and he had two of us. What? <laughs> like, and my dad and I started talking and, you know, it, it was a small little like starting to go into like past. And I just said that, I just said that. And that was it. That was the end of our past. And that was the end of, for me, I don't need to go there. I don't need to do that because y'all, this is me sharing my human experience right now. Everybody is going through a human experience. We just don't know it. Yeah. Yeah. When you shared that story with me, I just thought what a, what a marker for where you're at, that you have so much self forgiveness and self compassion, which is the hardest work that providing that and in giving it so freely to other people in your life then becomes so much easier. You know, even, even as, you know, with complicated relationships like you that you've had in your past, yeah, you're just at this place where it's just like, I've, I've, I've done the hardest thing, which is fully love every single part of myself. Send inappropriate pictures to the wrong person. <laughs> it was me. It was me. I got them. <laughs> we're looking at them right now. <laughs> Biggest nightmare in the world. <laughs> oh man. Well, Sherry, I mean, this goes with that sand, but I, I love you to pieces and you know, I credit really, really big growth to having humans like you reflect and, and keep me accountable. Yeah. All the time. I'm here. Okay, love you. Love you too. Until the next Seeker and Sage, this is Danny and Sherry saying peace out. Peace out.